The Jewish tradition is built on memory. There are a million admonitions in the Torah to remember, to remember and to remember. American culture is not so much built on memory. We are very much a forward-looking culture. And I would say that it is probably a fair generalization that the strongest field of study for our children and grandchildren is not American history. That in fact, we Americans have a tendency to not pay nearly as much attention to our history as other nations do, in part because we were forging something new and looking forward was part of the ethos of America. And so while Europe was encumbered with these thousands of years of history and endless unnameable wars and territories and kings, we were making something different. That's why we had New England and New York, because it was gonna be different. And thank God it turned out to be different in so many ways. But increasingly we have discovered that you can't forget your history. That history matters a lot. And those of us who drive by on Wilshire Boulevard and see the military cemetery and see the rows upon rows of those who gave their lives to help make our history, realize that Memorial Day is not a trivial day in America. That this country and the making of this country has asked enormous sacrifice of many, many, many people in many, many different ways. And as we go along, and as the years accumulate, we learn more and more about what it meant to shape this nation and what it means to remember it. And so this morning, we have a Memorial Day service that combines Jewish themes as well as American themes. And we're going to begin with an American song that was written by Julia Ward Howe that dates itself to the 19th century to the legacy of the Civil War, the greatest internal conflict in our history, and one that still has reverberations today. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord, trampling all the vintage way Grapes are at a store, lost and faithful lightning of a terrible swift sword. Truth is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, 
glory, glory, hallelujah, truth is marching on, I've seen it in the watch, fires of a hundred circling camps, built upon an altar in the evening dews and dams. I can read the righteous sentence by the dimly flaring lamps. Let peace go marching on. I hear the sound of trumpets that will never call retreat. Shifting out the hearts of those before the judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer. Be jubilant, my feet. Pray, peace go marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah.
I know that sometimes people assume that the more deeply you go into a tradition, the more parochial you become. But actually, our tradition is the one that gave the world the idea of universality. There were local gods all over the world, and we said, no, there's one God for all the world. And so the deeper you go into Judaism, really the more universal you should become because you go deeper and deeper into the idea that all human beings are children of God. And this is no more vividly illustrated than if you look at the park near the United Nations when they wanted to express the most universal ideal in the world to whom did they turn to the Hebrew prophet Isaiah. And there, incised on the wall, is nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Lo yisagoy el goy cherev lo yilmedu od milchama, because the Jewish people gave the world its vision of peace. up of the beautiful piano player. Valerie's been making music with us at Sinai Temple for many, many years. And in two weeks, God willing, Valerie is going to bring another little spirit, child, into this world. May this child only know peace, justice, and a healthy mom and dad in a world where we don't teach war. All of us together. 
One of the lessons that every parent learns is that a certain point fairly early on in your child's life, they have things to teach you that they know that you don't. And then the learning and teaching become more reciprocal as they grow. And what is true with children and parents is true with civilizations. Judaism is old and America is new in the history of humanity. And we each have something to teach one another. And maybe we as Jews taught first, but that doesn't mean there isn't a reciprocal relationship. And one of the things that we taught is responsibility. Because Judaism is about obligations and responsibilities. The Jews, when they were freed to the desert, were not freed to do whatever they want. They were freed to receive the Torah. And America which felt under a tremendous burden of unfair rule, came into the world not to create a culture of responsibility, but a culture of freedom. And of course, neither civilization is entirely one or the other, but both need each other. People who are free need to learn what it is to be responsible. And honestly, sometimes Jews need to learn what it is to be free. And today on Memorial Day, we remember that freedom entails responsibility. That we don't get to enjoy the freedom we have without paying a debt to those who died to give it to us. That citizenship is not only about enjoying its privileges, but also assuming its burdens. That as members of this society, we don't get to take advantage of everything and give nothing. And memory means responsibility. You know, when you say the Yizker prayer, in the prayer itself, it says, I therefore pledge tzedakah 
in honor and memory of the person for whom I offer this prayer. In other words, built into the very prayer of memory in the Jewish tradition is an act of responsibility. Memorial Day, in keeping with the American tradition, does not tell us you must do this or you must do that. But we all know that without the responsibilities of freedom, freedom can disappear. How we exercise those through our voice, through our vote, through our contributions, through our actions, all of us have different notions. Some are the same, some are different. Some will do one kind of national service or volunteer work or teaching or helping. Some will make contributions to charities that help keep America strong and safe. Some will speak and vote political convictions that they believe will keep America strong and safe, but you have to do something because they died. Young men and in our day, some young women died fighting, not so that we could have picnics, but so that we could create a country that was safe and strong. Ultimately, one value that Judaism and America share very deeply is the hope to make peace, is the wish for a world of peace, is the plan that other things, the dynamism of creation, the interactions of society, the learning and teaching that all those will take the place of other kinds of conflicts that should have been in, a, in the world's history, but unfortunately still exist as we know from this past week in the world's presence. And so on this Memorial Day, on a day when so many we remember died in war, part of our responsibility is a prayer for peace and to wish that even though the world still has conflicts and still has cruelty and still has untimely death, that od yavo shalom, that peace will still come and that by combining the legacies of responsibility and freedom, we will show the world the way.